Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Good Luck Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. It's on to the Tennessee Titans this week. Um, this and on Sunday night football, another primetime game under the lights at the crib. Uh, before we get into that, like introduce the panel. Bottom right, bottom corner, bottom of the screen is our guy Boogie. And we welcome back to the queen of the cast. Top right hand of the screen, Kylie. Kylie, it's good to see you back. What's up? How are you doing? It's so good to be. I'm great. I feel a lot better. I'm so happy to be back. I feel like I was just like a puppy dog looking out the window watching everybody else play. And I was like, couldn't do anything. So it sucks. So I'm happy to be back. Happy to um, talk about some Chiefs football. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely great to have you back. Uh, definitely miss you around these parts, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and Bugs. you guys. And Bugs, what's going on with you, brother? I'm good, man. I'm ready. That that bye week seemed like it was a little too long. I'm ready to see Mahomes again. I, I got to see these uh, other quarterbacks. I'm not impressed, man. I'm, I'm ready to see the, the King back, man. I feel you on that, man. Uh, quarterbacks play been pretty been pretty mid at times this season, but you know we ain't gonna go too far on that, you know. Um, but first things first, man. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our new acquisition here. Let's talk about Kadarius Tony. Um, he finally arrived here in Kansas City. He has an introductory press conference to today. I mean, yesterday. Excuse me. He had it yesterday, and then um, and then of course the coaches they went ahead and talked about it today. I know Airbnb. Um, he has some he has some great things to say about Tony. Uh, the players been raving about Tony as well. Um, like Travis Kelsey, he came out and said that uh, Tony is very special with the ball in his hands. And you know, um, the first thing that one of the questions that was asked was, you know, how did, what they asked Tony how why things didn't work out in New York, and Tony's like, man, I'm not worried about New York right now. I'm just glad that I'm still now I'm still wanted on a football team. So you know, he's very excited to be here in Kansas City. And then you know there was and then like there were some other things going on uh, with Tony. I know they told came out and said that he would be a part of the punt return rotation. So they going they not gonna make Sky more the main return guy anymore. Like they told said it would be a rotation, but I think Tony. I think at the end of the day, Tony's gonna have that one locked up in my opinion, at least to start out. And then they'll probably slowly incorporate him into the, into the offense. So like um, I don't know if y'all. Went ahead and um, watched the press conference with Tony. I mean, I mean, what do you guys think about uh, Tony and what he said in this press conference? And if not, you know, what I mean, what's your opinion of him being a part of this organization? Yeah, I'm. So the whole thing kind of took me by surprise. Didn't ever think we were going to trade for him. I heard rumors a while back that we were interested in him uh, before he got drafted. All that. Uh, so whenever we traded for him, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You know. Uh, I know he's got some bad blood maybe with the Giants, but um, I love the way that like EB in the interview was like, he's our family now, like we're taking him in. Like, I just love that the Chiefs organization has really taken him in and he doesn't really have to worry about what was going on back in New York and they don't really worry about it. They're ready to like clean slate, get him out there. Um, I'm glad to see that they're going to take Sky off the punt returns. I love Sky more. You've heard me talk about him on this podcast multiple times. Um, I want to see sky lining up out there on the offense but punt returning mm -mm. we got to be done with that we can't have those slow starts that's just 
such a risk. You never want to get off to the on the wrong foot with one of those muff punts. So I'm going to be excited to see him back there. And I think as the season progresses, we're going to see a lot more of them and definitely more of a long-term get rather than like a short-term, like we're, we're getting him. He's the last piece of the puzzle for this season. I think it's more of a, a long-term plan. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he does. I'm excited to see how Andy schemes him into this offense. The guy's quick and he can move. So that's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like what he was saying about the John. I'm happy that he's trying to move on from that because I, I did notice as soon as the trade went down, he was still arguing with John's fans. I'm like, that ain't a good look. We don't want him to keep doing that. So I'm happy he's moving on past them. Uh, they said he's picking up the playbook fast. Kelsey's saying stuff like that. He's a monster with the ball in his hand, you know, stuff like that to get us hyped. So I, I like what what I've seen and heard. I like what uh, the enemy was saying. He with us now. He in the family. We ain't worried about the Giants no more. We trying to get him out here right now and see what he got. So I, I agree with Kylie. I think it'll be mostly punts. I'm happy they taking Sky off. Hopefully me and Kylie can see more 24 at receiver now. Just focusing on receiver, actually getting snaps. Hopefully this helps both of those problems. But uh, I, I think he, he got some potential. Let's see what he do, man. Yeah, and then also um, when you was talking about Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's saying you can put the ball in whenever you want. And then, you know, people try to be all funny and cracking their little jokes, talking about their little paws and all this other stuff. You know how people are on the internet. But <laughs> you know what he meant. Oh, <laughs> man, I didn't but, that one. The internet is funny. internet is something else. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, you know, we said we seen stuff like that. And then – and then, yeah, but like you said, you know, Eric BM, he's like, look, we ain't focused on New York no more, man. He's here now. We're going to get him out there. We're going to try to see what he can do with the ball in this offense. So um, I, my expectations, I don't have any expectations right now because I know how this goes, you know, when somebody's news involved in Andy Reid's offense. So, but, you know, once he does get the snaps and go you know, get the targets, I mean, it's going to be something special to watch because I bet you saw it a little bit of what he did in New York. So let me ask both of y'all a question. I seen Carrington tweeted it out earlier. If yeah. Tony has a career like McCole where he's getting like 700 yards, would y'all be happy with that? Is that for like a full season? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Cause like he's, he's got to play a full season in the NFL in general. So like if we can get a full season reduction out of that, uh, if he get us 700 yards and, you know, if he gives us even more than that, I mean, that's just a bonus, you know, just for being in the office for the first time. So, yeah, I mean, and I, I think, I mean, we kind of brought him in with the expectation that maybe McColl is on his way out. Mm -hmm. And so maybe sure. someone to replace McColl. So if McColl is getting 700 yards and then we bring in Kadarius and he doesn't skip a beat, like, I think that's a win. Uh, especially if we keep people like Juju who are getting more than a thousand yards in a season, not that Juju's hit that yet, but he's on pace to do that. You know, we've got Kelsey still putting up numbers or, you know, we see some of like sky start producing. I think, yeah, definitely would be happy with that. Oh. Yep, for sure. Um, so, you know, we, we excited to have Tony here and um, I'm sure he will do some special things here once he gets fully acclimated into the system, everything. So, Let's see, Hefe said he's more of a pause receiver than McCauley. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I mean, yeah. the tape the tape shows. So, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so, like, everyone, 
as everyone knows by now, the game is on prime time. We in, we under the lights again. Um, so far, it's either been a late afternoon game or we've been under the lights at home so far this season. And many Chiefs fans, I mean, some have are missing the new games. Like that's been a void for us so far this season. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I know Boogie, Boogie, yeah, Boogie. I mean, I feel you, bro. I feel you at times, but. This comes with the price of winning, though, people. Like, this is how the NFL is now. Like, when you're the show, you're the show. So, you're going to be under the lights more often. But I'm going to go across the room here. Um, Kylie, I'm going to start off with you. Like, have you have you been a little homesick in regards to these new games, or you just don't care at this point? No, uh, no, I certainly care uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, I always like the new games. I feel like – you kind of know what you're getting the rest of the afternoon. I'm a very anxious per- person by nature, so I get super anxious before games. So if I'm waiting all day for a game, it's like, goodness, let's just get going. Uh, however, with prime time, I will say that we know how Pat is in prime time. He always seems to thrive. Uh, they never disappoint in a prime time game. Not that they disappoint noon games, but I just feel like they rise to that occasion a little bit better than a noon game. Um, I personally think the 325 slot is like bread and butter because you might be the game of the week. You're not waiting all day. You still get to relax and watch the night game. Uh, I've got a nice buzz by six o'clock. So, you know, I mean, yeah, a 330 game is kind of where I like to live personally. So, Bug, let's hear your thoughts, man. I know you got plenty. I'm with that too. But, I mean, sometimes we just need a 12 o'clock game, man. We want to just get out there, get our day started early, get to tailgating. These seven o'clock games, when you tailgate, man, we getting out there one, two o'clock. You out there all day. By the time the game get going, is halftime is nine, nine thirty. You didn't all them drinks in, man. It's come on, man. We need some twelve games. Come on, yeah, we come on, FA man. We getting a little older now, man. We, <laughs> I'm cool with these seven sometimes. Buffalo, cool. The Titans, come on, man. This could have been twelve o'clock. Three o'clock. If we we go with Kylie and do the three o'clock with the Titans, I'm cool. But seven for this Tannehill. Come on, man. We don't we don't deserve that, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna hold you. I was definitely shocked that we would be in prime time for this matchup. But you know, like I mentioned earlier, I mean, you know, when you just show you the show. I mean, many people want to see Patrick Mahomes play football, and I get this is what comes with it. But I feel like after this game. I feel like the Jaguars, I mean, that's got to be a new game next. I mean, I can't see them – I can't see us playing them in that 325 slot. Yeah, that's that's a noon game. So, yeah, that will finally be our first noon game of the season. But, you know, yeah, Chiefs fans, I mean, let, let's get through this one, man. You know, let's be active. Let's be loud per usual. Get hyped for this one. And then we're back to the noon <laughs> slate. <laughs> so, Wait, is that right? Is this really the first noon game of the season? Um, the Jaguars next week, I think it would be. Or, yeah, then it, wow. I don't think I realized that. I, for some reason, thought we had a noon game yeah. uh, earlier. But, no, that's right. Okay. And we halfway through the season, Kyle. Keep in mind. I know. Yep. yep. <laughs> I know. I know. Gosh. So, so, speaking of our home games, man, um, you know, we go into this matchup. We have big time. My fault, y'all. I'm sorry. The Colts game was 12 o'clock. That was our first noon game. I'm talking about at home. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Overall, yeah, that was a new game out in Indy, but at home, it's either been three twenty-five or in prime time. So. 
I was going to say, I feel like there was a time this season where I was mopey the rest of a Sunday and it was the Colts game. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's always a disaster around here when we lose. Uh, I know. <laughs> but, but I want to ask y'all this about the home game so far this season. Um, we Our best football has actually been on the road so far. When we've been performing at – when we've been playing at home, we haven't really played – good football we haven't played a, a complete game of football yet at home um like i know we go into this matchup we have big time favorites we like 12 and a half point favorite i think if i'm not mistaken i'm like man that's pretty big and we all know about this matchup in the past in the regular season like we haven't been doing too well against this team in the regular season and like you know this mike vrabel and andy reed head to head i mean vrabel's been getting the best of andy for the most part so like and also like andy reed he's dealing with some personal stuff off the field too. You know, everybody knows about his son. You know, he got sentenced to three years in prison from a few years ago during Super Bowl week. Everybody knows what happened on that day. Um, but like, is there is there is there a cause for concern this week with all that going on? Just knowing that we haven't played our best football at home. Um, I really don't think so. I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this game. I understand that it's against a, an opponent who we have struggled with. Uh, I understand there's some, some things going on in, in the background right now, but I mean, I think Patrick's coming back after a bye, you know, he's great under the lights. I think this team's ready to prove something. I think we've got, uh, we've got McDuffie coming back. I know, you know, Gay's back again and he was back for San Francisco, but I just think with Derrick Henry, having Gay back is so important. So I, I really don't, I think, I think we're in, I feel comfortable. I'm good. I'm not gonna lie. After looking at a little bit of that Titans game, they saying Ten Hills probably go play, right? That's what I just seen last. I think Ian Rappaport said that. Oh, really? But what I seen from Malik last week, that that's not enough. He no, how he threw the ball, I wouldn't be worried about the Chiefs playing against them at all. Derrick Henry really is the only thing I'm worried about. I mean, no different from no other week, but uh, other game we play in Tennessee, but. If Derrick Henry doesn't have a big game, I really don't see them beating him. Like, he has to be as good as he was last week for them to have a chance, to me, unless we beat ourselves with turnovers, bad turnovers like that. But I, I don't think Titans is that good of a team. I, before the season started, I said they wasn't a playoff team. They The teams they beat this year, the Raiders, the Colts, the Redskins, <laughs> the Colts, the Texans, they haven't beat anybody good. I don't think they're a good team. Their offense is horrible. They're like, what, the second-to-last-ranked uh, offense this year? Pass offense? Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not worried about the Titans, respectfully. Yeah. I, right. I, I think we're going to win the game. Um, it's just that, you know, excuse me, it may be a little closer than, you know, what people think. I mean, until – until I see the Chiefs play a complete game of football. And maybe it'll happen this week at home. We'll finally get a complete football game at home this week. Because um, I know so far this season, I mean, we we barely scored over 20 points. And then, you know, we had that 130-pointer against the, the Raiders. But other than that, uh, it's been kind of a struggle. I mean, we have had some tough matchups at home beginning the season. You know, the Chargers, they, you know, they've been playing tough, you know, um, despite their little flaws and whatnot. Um, we also had the Bills here not too long ago. You know, they gave us an L, unfortunately. 
Um, the Raiders, they had us on the ropes early on. We had to come back in that one. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, with all that being said, like, you know, um, I just hope, I just hope, like, you know, coming out the bye week, like Andy Reid has been in the past, you know, he's been a good bye week coach, a good coach after the bye week. So, and when you, know, you add that to, right, we definitely got that. So, you know, hopefully that will translate. And like, uh, Hefe said with, uh, Nick Bolton, you know, Nick Bolton's going to be key again this week in his matchup, you know, as far as helping slow down Derrick Henry. And, you know, I'm glad that Derrick Henry had that 200-yard performance last week. I was like, look, I was like, mid-country was in the chat. We was like, hey, I wouldn't mind him getting wore down myself. <laughs> Make sure you don't have anything left for real in this matchup. So, but to your point, Boog, about Malik Lewis, my, I would I would love to see him spin a little more, but I think the Titans just going along with the game plan. Like, um, the Texans, they like the worst run defense in the league right now, and they couldn't stop the run, so they just kept giving it to Henry and Hilliard. So, ten passing attempts, though. Yeah, ten. I mean, do whatever it takes to win, bro. That was the formula. Yeah, that. Yeah, it'll work against the Texans, but. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not saying it's gonna work for every opponent, but. No, and I mean what they don't have AJ Brown, so to your point, what are they? He's throwing to Robert Woods. So, yeah, Bobby I trees. mean, Bobby Trees, and uh, yeah, I mean, Spags is totally going to game plan for them to just run the hell out of the ball. So, I don't know. I, I think we're good. I I actually don't think the Titans are going to score very much, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did see a tweet about that. Um, so, like, uh, the Chiefs defense, they've been playing pretty good so far this year. I mean, despite, you know, the little hiccups here and there. I mean, they have been solid. Um, I know – Book, I know you mentioned about Ryan Tannehill. Um, after being lim- after he was limited yesterday, but today he didn't practice. But Steve Spagnuolo did say that he expects Ryan Tannehill to be back this week. So that that'll just be something we'll have to monitor. Um, at, like tomorrow, I mean, tomorrow's really the day to determine whether you're gonna play or not. So like, if Tannehill puts in like a limited practice tomorrow, then then he probably is gonna be back. If he don't practice, then I expect Malik Willis to get another start. And don't you, I mean, and don't you guys think, like, what, we last time we played them, we had, like, three points total? Yeah. Like, what was the score? Like, 27 to 3? We, it was atrocious. Patrick Mahomes threw it up in the sky. Like, it was a terrible game. And I just feel like there's a lot of, they're holding on to that. And I just don't, I think they're going to come out swinging. Remember, they was dancing on the field and mocking us on the field and stuff, too. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely remember that, for sure. So, so yeah, man, like, so, yeah, like, in this matchup, though, man, I mean, I just hope the Chiefs come out with it strong, man, you know, get on top of them early and, you know, just, you know, just, just handle business, man. Like, y'all, y'all know what y'all did in this matchup in the past. Like, we can, like, we have to go back too far. I mean, we all know about the wild card game. We all know about Tyreek Hill only getting the ball one time for whatever our reason. So we all know about Jamal Charles barely touching the ball. <laughs> getting stomped out in that season opener a while back. So, yeah, we just got to race them demons, man. And I want to – and then here's another thing. Like, the AFC South has been the one conference that's been a bugaboo for Patrick Mahomes, man, like from the Colts to the Titans. It's mainly been those two teams. Like, Jaguars, we do fine against them, but it's always the Colts and the Titans for some reason. <laughs> It'd be so fluky this or so nonsense going on in the matchups. Mm. Um, I'm I'm feeling good. I feel good about this game. 
I think they're ready to prove something. And we also beat them when when we won the Super Bowl. We beat them in the playoffs. Then came back from behind. Like right. we can beat them. We're gonna beat. Them. It's gonna be good. I'm, that was the Frank Clark game when he was talking big shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not gonna be there. Yeah. He's actually big gonna be Clark? out. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It, sucks. it does. It does suck. Do you? How do you? What's your move? Man, without first Frank. Off, first off, free Big Uzi, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. For sure. No. Can I get that on a shirt? <laughs> For sure, we need that on the side. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but uh, but but yeah, um, I think I think it's Carlos Dunlap, man. Like Dunlap, he's been our second most productive defense in line, you know, in between like pressures and against sacks combined, you know. Um and like Chris just mentioned it right then and there. We said it right at the same time. Carlos Dunlap. He gotta be the guy to come through. So I expect him to do a little do a little something because like it's I seen that the Titans, they are the worst pass blocking team in the league this year. They are they're they're at, they're definitely at the bottom uh, according to um you know PM PFF and some other metrics. So I mean, but we have seen in the, in the past before we'll have these type of matchups, but for some reason we will overthink it, and it's 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 more of a game than it should have been. So we'll just have to see what happens. Kylie, are you on the Dunlap bandwagon for this week also? Uh, I can see him definitely getting a few more snaps than he has, but I still I think they're going to push Chris Jones outside a little bit more. They've already been doing that, but I could see them doing that a little bit more. And then I think we might see more from Carl Loftus. That's where I was going. That's why I asked that. I think this yeah. is the I'm, – I'm still on the Dunlap. I don't want to force him too much until December-type football. I want him towards December and in the playoffs. But Carl Loftus, I want him getting all them snaps. Rundowns, all that. I want him to get familiar with all this. I think this is perfect for him. Yep. Maybe, maybe he finally gets a sack this time. I keep saying, like today's the day. I know he already had one, but it was like half one, and I really want him to just like get a sack. <laughs> like an we we got to get him out of pressure, nation, man. Come on, Carlos. This is the week. We're getting you out of there, man. Yeah. This is the week. I can feel it. Can you feel it? <laughs> can you feel it can you feel it can you feel it no <laughs> yeah um but yeah man like but Dunlap I mean and I've done that but Carlotta's yeah um we've mentioned it before you know Boogie's been been having the pressure nation catching on him and everything um I mean coming out the bye week this is the start of going to that next step like this is the match of the Get get some sacks on the board, and you know you gotta come through. So, and like Mike Dana, and Mike Dana's back, right? He's in the rotation again, right? Yeah, yeah. He came back last week, right? Yeah. yeah. Against San Francisco or in the bye? Was it? Did he play against San Francisco? Yeah, I think he did. San Francisco, yeah. Half <laughs> is stupid, man. I haven't, had bur- I haven't had Whataburger. I'm gonna, like it's Whataburger's fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay. I ain't even had Whataburger since it's been in Kansas City. What? Oh, really? I had, Are you yeah. not like a Whataburger patron? In and out. But, okay. Oh, my gosh. In and out. I'm just saying. I like, I like, I like good burgers. Kylie, I don't like that. 
Respectfully. Oh. Respectfully. Yeah. And now, I mean, it's cool, but it's a little overrated, man. But burger not? Listen, I don't want you guys to sleep on the best burger around. But get your butts to Culver's, because the butter burgers from Culver's are so good. Hey, but Culver's is Culver's is clutch, man. Burgers, they fish sandwich. Yeah. Exactly. And look at Boogie's face. Have you gone there ever? You boycotted Culver's, it too because it's not hitting out. Uh, Wednesdays over Culver's. Oh, for sure. Okay, hold on. Okay. I didn't know we <laughs> we'll we'll end it there because we can all agree on that. Yeah, Wednesdays Wednesdays is fire too, so you know. I mean no those, those two are definitely up there. Have you ever had a skyscraper? Uh no, I never had a skyscraper. I, I can't do that. What is a skyscraper? It's like an ice cream shape that's like you're supposed to share it with other people. I do quotes because sometimes, you know. Anyway, uh, it's really, it's a huge ice cream shake. And you can like put a bunch of ice cream flavors in it and you're supposed to get a lot of straws. It's a whole thing. It's uh-huh. huge. Anyway, next time get a burger and then get a skyscraper. Okay. We'll tell the kids that. I know they'll like I was, <laughs> Make sure you have a buddy because it's a lot. Yeah, definitely have the kids for that and the kids and the family for that. I mean, I don't know about sharing the skyscraper with a bunch of dudes and all that. You guys. Look, you said you go going to get a pause in here one way or another. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but so let, let's go ahead and talk about the trade deadline. Uh, let's begin with our guy, uh, Rashad Finn, man. Uh, last minute. Rashad Finn was our very first Chiefs Chiefs player that supported the podcast, followed us, and everything. Man, he got traded at the last minute Dang. Uh, for a conditional seventh round pick. So, like, the thing is, is that the young corners they come along, they progressing more than you know what the coaching staff originally thought and everything. So, essentially, there was no room for Finn to stay on the team. Um, I know this year we've been kind of critical of Finn at times. You know, there's times where He's got called for holding or, you know, P.I. and stuff like that. And then, of course, we know way back in training camp, him and Patrick Holmes, they was talking trash, and Patrick Holmes was mentioning about that too. So, like, um, I mean, what is your guys' thoughts on Finn getting traded at the very last minute? Uh, Well, first of all, I thought, okay, doors closed. We're, like, no more trades. And then it was like, oh, buzzer beater, like, came in. So that was a lot. But then uh, I was surprised to see Fenton go. I'm not – terribly upset about Fenton leaving. Um, he's a careless player. Um, I think there's a lot of young guys here. They're trying to teach him some really good habits and Fenton doesn't really have great habits. So um, I think they kind of pushed him out and uh, I'm excited. I think that speaks highly. We're known for, we can develop these young cornerbacks and that's exactly what they're doing. So thinking about like what that would mean for us in two years or three years, Having all these guys, if we still have all those corners, those young corners would be crazy. Yeah, go chicken go still here, TJ. Multiple locations, KCK, KC Mo, you name it. TJ, you've been gone too long. Go chicken go some mid now, bro. It ain't even good. <laughs> just trust me. Just trust me on that. Go on up the street, get you some wings and things, and go some to one of them Jamaican spots, man. Go chicken go ain't it ain't that no more, bro. Word, I co-sign that. But go ahead with your thoughts, Boog. But uh, Fenton, respectfully, uh, thank you for your services. He got the Super Bowl with us, so I'm always appreciate him for that. But I, I think the Chiefs kind of did him a favor because he probably go start in Atlanta. He probably can get him a bag in Atlanta. They traded for him. 
I mean, all we did was get, what, a sixth or a seventh round pick for him. We drafted him in the sixth or the seventh round. So, I mean, we we broke even with that. He gave us, at times, PFF had him at the, as the best corner in the league last year. So, if you go all PFF, Atlanta, got them a cool corner. I think Finn did cool for what, what we got for him. It is what it is. Everybody is happy now. He can go get his bag. We can start uh, – McDuffie, Williams, and Watson, everybody eat. Yeah. So, like, if, if you think what J- Hefe just said, then you definitely got to get rid of Finn. If right. that's what you think. I'm just about to ask that. Like, so do you guys think do you guys think Jalen Watson can uh, produce like Ward did, or be a little better than what Ward provided for us here? Oh man, I, I definitely. Yeah, I think so. And I think I think Joshua Williams has also really started to show up a lot and has some really a high ceiling. I like what I've been seeing from him too. <laughs> yeah, Boog already did that. <laughs> he was just careless, like respect for sure, for sure respect. He was just careless. Like those are the kind of things, like those little mistakes that you can't we can't afford. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the ATL man. But but um but yeah um Finn like he has some good moments here like you know they met the last year I don't fully agree with PFS grade on him but you know he was a solid player last year um, I don't they, think any Chiefs uh, fan does Chuck right <laughs> right oh. right right <laughs> I think I Ward was better than Fenton yeah but I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't think they should fully agree with that either but like uh, it's just that, that this year man just things. Things didn't work out for Finn, and you know there was more competition this year. And I get, I mean, it, it was time, you know. I mean, we 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 definitely thank him for supporting our podcast and everything. Uh, most definitely, we thank him for being the chief. He he was definitely part of the Super Bowl team, and everything. So you know, I wish him the best of luck at ATL. Um, ATL, they definitely need some secondary help right now, and I hope he succeeds there. So. This this too heavy, man. Hefe's <laughs> a Hefe's a fool, man. <laughs> oh man, but let's talk about the rest of the trade deadline. Um, the Dolphins. I want to talk about the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. They got a little aggressive, um, so they they went ahead and traded for Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, former Niner. Uh, he played under the same system that Mike McDonald Mike McDonald is running right now. Oh, McDaniel. My bad. I said McDaniel. I'm sorry. Mike McDaniel. He ran the same system under Mike McDaniel now. So that was a good pickup by them. And uh, they traded for Bradley Chubb. So they traded draft picks and Chase Edmonds to go along with that. But uh, I don't agree with the Bradley Chubb contract, though. Like, I feel like Bradley Chubb is a bit overpaid for what he's done so far in the league. So, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on the Dolphins and them getting aggressive and trying to contend in the AFC? I mean, good for them. They see that they've got some potential right now and they feel like they had a few missing pieces and they went out and they took advantage of what or did what they could. Um, I think that as far as Bradley Chubb's concerned, I mean, somebody had mentioned it on Twitter. I read earlier, but they were like, did you ever think about a time where you walked away from a Broncos game and Bradley Chubb really made an impact? And like, you don't. So, I mean, as far as like me being like, oh, bummed he didn't come to KC or whatever, like, not, I'm not, I mean, obviously Beach and the guys, they got something up their sleeve. Um, I'm happy that the Bills and the Dolphins and the Jets can duke it out. 
because uh, they all seem to be pretty solid teams and they're going to have to fight for that AFC East for a few years to come now, I think. Right. Man, Country, what you doing to Chase? Bring your button here. I don't know what. <laughs> Casually just commenting this shit. Hey, guys. Bring, bring, bring your ass up here, man. Right. <laughs> but uh, I like what you said, Kyle. I think Miami, they in a different situation than like the Chiefs. They kind of like where we was before the Super Bowl. They got young players that they're trying to get young players in and to get them over the top. I, I would have been pissed if Chiefs gave Bradley Chubb $100 million. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Or a first-round pick. I, I've i never – he's been there how long? Um, six years? Is it six? Yeah, that's about right. We've never went into a Broncos game like, oh, man, we got Bradley Chubb on the other right. team. We, got- yeah. we beat them every time. Yeah, right. they, but but even when they had Von Miller, Kylie, we're going into the game. Right. Like, don't let Kylie don't- – oh, I said don't let Kylie look at me. Don't I'd be scared Kylie of me too. Take- <laughs> don't let Von Miller take over the game. We never were saying that about Bradley Chubb, like, ever. Right. Respectfully, I mean, $100 million is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think – Sully, I think that was Sully saying that they basically did trade it for like D four. Yeah, pretty much. But like the only time he had a double digit sack season was a rookie year, and since then, like he ain't really made no noise. Like he ain't played a full season. Like the most games he played in the season was in twenty twenty when he played fourteen. Other than that, gonna say Andy didn't miss so many games. Like yeah, so I'm about that contract, man. And Mm -hmm. Dolphins did give up quite a bit. So, yeah, what they trade for? What were what picks did they give up? A first round pick, right? For sure. Yeah, the fourth, the one they got from the Niners. I'm pretty oh, sure so that might be a little later first round. Maybe, but I That's didn't true. they trade another first round for Tyree? Or they had a couple. That, so no, I don't no, know. No, no, no. We didn't get a first rounder for Tyree. We got it was a, couple, it was a couple second rounders, I believe. Yeah, two seconds and a yeah. couple thirds, maybe. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many picks the Dolphins have left, but I feel like they just keep giving them away. So, I don't, I don't know. I know yeah. they had. I know them and Philly had multiple first round picks. So I still think Miami got a first round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think they do. You you don't have one first round pick and trade it for Bradley Chubb. That's no right. I mean, it, it, it depends on the player. I mean, I don't know if you overpaid for Bradley Chubb. I mean, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's that uh, that's right with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Yeah, oh yeah, they were canoodling. You can't do that. that. <laughs> and then they traded their other first round. They gotta have one, so they don't have no more first round picks. Uh, not that I know. or seconds. We took those. I don't know how many picks they have next year. That's why I was like, how do they keep having picks? But I mean, I'm not keeping track of them. But yeah, they was loading up on picks until, um, you know, until like you know recently, whatever. Like Quinn mentioned, uh, they got their first round pick taken away. But you want to know what's crazy about the Dolphins? Um, like they all them like that one. I don't know if there's like a certain pick or whatnot, but you remember when they drafted Laramie Tunt- Tunt- Tunsil? And Tulsa got in trouble for uh, hitting the bong. Man, that was one of the craziest fucking sports things I've ever seen in my life, man. That shit was crazy. Yeah, so they turned that into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, 
Bradley Chubb and one other player. Like I'm trying to think who the who the other player was, but I know they turned. Yeah, Javon Holland. Javon Holland. That's the other player. So they turned that into those four guys. So I mean, that's not bad for them. No. So do you think this means that they're all in on Tua? Not that they shouldn't be. I'm just asking. I think they all in, period. Like yeah. if, if Tua was to get hurt right now and he was out for the season, I think they will go get Lamar Jackson, but I think they will still be all in. Like they think right now their window is open, regardless. TJ said they have one first round pick. Okay. See, that's what I'm thinking. They had I think they had three, man. Them and Philly had three first round picks. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I they've had to they've had to pull up their little situation where they with their draft picks and whatnot. No, they don't have it. That first round pick got forfeited, then they traded their first round pick. They only have a second round pick. So okay. that's Is that even more for me. I wouldn't I don't know if I'm doing a first round pick for Bradley Chubb with no other first round pick. Mm-mm. And I still feel like their defense has a ton of holes. Like I'm still Yeah. I mean, Bradley I don't Chubb feel like is not putting gonna... them over the top where we like, oh shit, Miami's defense is. No, I don't think he's that type of player. Especially when you have to go against Buffalo twice a year. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like you need more of a secondary. You're going to need a little bit more than that. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I do I like what Miami's <laughs> offense is doing. And Chuck, I know we talked about what we was going to talk about on this podcast, and my mind be going crazy. I got to ask y'all something. Okay. Because I seen Kylie post it. Hmm. What do y'all think about Bart Scott? Uh, does, I, this, does this have to do with the um with him comparing to like who had the better who got the better sitting between Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. year discussion or something like that. Mm-hmm. Man, listen. Um I didn't I didn't I didn't watch the video or watch the clip necessarily, but they both doing their thing and they own own respective rights, you know, different locations, whatnot. You know, I can see why there could be a case for Tyree. I can see why there's a case for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, of course, Chiefs fans gonna ride with they got Patrick Mahomes, and you know, rightfully so. But like Tyree, he's having a hell of a season too. It's just that Tyree he ain't been really reaching the end zone. That's the only thing with him. But he's on pace to crack two thousand yards receiving. You know, I know it's an extra game on the schedule now, but you know, it's pretty impressive. So. You can go either way, but of course, I mean, I'm gonna ride with Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, uh, I mean, for me, it's just really frustrating because I feel like Bart Scott is so like flip floppy. Like one minute he's like, "Oh, Patrick Mahomes not gonna do anything this season. Chiefs aren't gonna do anything," and then the next he's like, "Well, we all knew they'd be here. What? Because it's a couple like you were saying we weren't gonna be here." So for me, it was more about just him not being able to believe what he's actually saying. Um, as far as Tyreek Hill goes, like the guy deserves all the flowers. He's having an amazing season. There's multiple times where I see the Dolphins play and Tua underthrows him, and he's able to make an amazing catch. So yeah, give Tua a little credit, but most of that is his receivers helping him. Um, yeah, and he's just he's having an amazing season. He's definitely came into Miami and made that offense something completely different and turned it around. So yeah, respect to both of them. But that being said. Like, we have a brand-new receiving core outside of Travis Kelsey and McCole Hardman. Like, Juju and MBS and even Sky and Watson. Like, these are all guys that had to build chemistry with Pat, and he's proven that he can lead them and he can build chemistry and he can, like, take them to the next level. So 
I mean, they both, it's apples and oranges. Like, they're not even the same. See, I agree with what Bar Scott was saying. I think Tyreek has been more impressive. But my thing is, Bar Scott is purposely trolling Chiefs fans every chance he gets. <laughs> purposely. And it's not just him. It's ESPN, period. Because who was that Dan? Two days ago, they just had the top five most dangerous teams list. Buffalo didn't make the list, and Chiefs was at five. I'm Buffalo like, wasn't on the, t- the Buffalo list. Buffalo didn't even make the list. So who was the four teams uh, ahead of the Chiefs? I'm not putting them in order, but it was Ravens. It was uh, 49ers. Dolphins. Dolphins. Eagles. And Eagles. I, I can't put the yeah, – there's no way I'm putting the Ravens over the Chiefs or the Bills, man. Like, but I Buffalo can't. didn't make the list. That's that, what I'm that's, like, hold on. That's they know wild. which fan bases, if they do certain things, it's going to be an uproar. Buffalo mm-hmm. has a good fan base. Chiefs have a great fan base. You know, if we talk about those two teams, we're good till next the next uh, business that we mm-hmm. do. For we sure. talk about the Raven fans, they not they more Lamar fans. You're not going to hear Raven fans arguing with them all week because of this shit. Chiefs fans is going to bring this shit up all week. When we win, we're going to bring it up. They're going to be tagging them all week. The interactions is going crazy because of the Chiefs, and we keep falling for it. <laughs> Boy Scott is just like T.J. Carpenter, man. He just don't look <laughs> in. There's no difference, man. Oh, T.J. I ain't heard that name. I got, I got a stack of bookmarks, like, <laughs> this thick. From, yeah, we definitely hold grudges. I certainly do. Hey, Chiefs uh, – Alcoholic, he posted a uh, clip when Bar Scott early the in the year. Alcoholic, <laughs> ain't that his name? It's Chiefs Alcoholic. Chiefs Alcoholic, bro. <laughs> my fault, bro. My fault. My fault. <laughs> I may have got your name right anyway, though. But my fault. Uh, was talking about uh, is Patrick Mahomes really that much better than Russell Wilson? And I'm like, that's just so funny now that he said that. When you look at that comment now, you're like, oh. Not only was he saying that, but the Chiefs wasn't going to make the playoffs. It looked even crazier now. Right. Dog, I know people who put money on the Broncos to win the AFC when Russell Wilson was acquired, and I just laughed at that because, I mean, I still got Russell Wilson had some game left, but no, not the first year, no. But now we know Russell Wilson, he he really made me cook, man. Like, he be yeah. he, he like he's done, bro. Let's go to the coaching One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing they didn't pay him any money or anything. I mean, look, based on what he's done in the past, I mean, I, I get it, but yeah, he didn't do cool. anything. I mean, with Seattle, I mean, he got them, he got them two Super Bowl appearances, won a Super Bowl, all that Pro Bowl for sure. Bowl. But I'm talking as of late for them to give him that contract without him doing anything. They didn't have to pay him right then. They could have paid Geno Smith, huh? <laughs> Hey, Gino Ballin. Gino Ballin. Gino Ballin. I'm a big fan of Gino. Hey, I know. Look, you you remember country standing for Gino way back oh, when. Yeah. <laughs> I may I may have been uh trying to uh get Gino too, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I wanted Gino. I just didn't want him to start first year. I did want Gino. Yeah, I mean those couple Chiefs fans, those they was they was they was they was all aboard the Geno train, dog. And I was like, yeah, Geno had some ability, but I was like, man, I don't know about all of that, bro. But, you know, 
10 years later, he's put it all together. He's in a good system. He's got weapons to work with. And Seattle, they still winning ball games. So shout out to Geno, man. But just how his career then went, I've seen it on ESPN. They brung it up, and I damn near forgot about it. He didn't got his jaw broke. He didn't been on this team, that team. Mm-hmm. Man, that dude got some – for him to do all that and to still right now, finally get a chance to still look good right, now, that's, that's crazy, man. That's a fact, too, Hefe. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Russell yeah, Wilson right, tricked off a of Super Bowl. It should have been two. Rings. He right. tricked mm-hmm. off. It really should have. I mean, some reason they want to get Marshall on the ball, but – that's a different story for a different day. But look who finally pulled up, man. What's happening? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What up? What's up, fool? We was just wrapping it up. Who your MVP? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was picking my daughter up. It took a little longer than I expected. But what's cracking with you? Oh, no, Kylie's no. good to see you. Ah, thank you. It's great Reggie's to be back. Me too. Kylie, thank you. Kylie didn't come on here sounding like Glorilla, did she? Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. It no. was a rough. It was a rough week or so. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't Kylie, welcome to, welcome to Kingdom Cast. This is Kylie. <laughs> it was like welcome to Kingdom Cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's crack with y'all, man. So not much, bro. We was talking about the trade deadline, but, you know, we kind of already got to touch on the matchup a bit. I mean, do you got any thoughts on the matchup this week? We all picking the Titans to win, country. Who you got? What's going on? <laughs> Ooh, man. I mean, to cover the spread, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, they run, if they run with that rookie, I, I don't see them beating us. Um, that's, that spread is high, though, 12.5 last I checked. Is it still there? Yeah, yeah, it's still there. Um, they probably covered the spread, but they ain't gonna win. Yeah, that was my same thoughts, bro. Um, so like, um, I know early on we talked about Kadarius Tony in this press conference and all that. I mean, did you have any thoughts on that? Um, he said everything that uh needed to be said. Uh, he sound right. I like EB's press conference a little bit more than I like this, bro. Chill, bro. My son refuses to go to bed. He just want to be on camera somehow, some way. <laughs> but I like what EB was saying that he's he's part of the family. He's on our team. What happened in New York is in New York, and we in Kansas City now. You know what I'm saying? So EB looking like a good coach. Don't tell nobody. But <laughs> oh, <right>. um, <laughs> I, I think they get him involved on special teams. They get a little small package. Get him in some slants. Some um, some uh. Uh, jet sweep, some uh, what they call the reverse end arounds and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of get them slowly but surely. I kind of forgot about that he had Mike Kafka up in uh, New York, so mm-hmm. he's a little ahead of a curve, in my opinion, with the offense. So yeah. I think it'll work, bro. I ain't expecting him to come out and and, and get 150 yards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just expect him to be another piece. Uh, what what was really more important than that is if Juju, MVS, McCall, if they all still on the same page after having a week off because they had just got on the same page. Like, does that throw them off any? I'm going to be looking to see that. But I, I think we should be good. Like, um, the rookie, he, he, he definitely looked like a rookie 
last week, and uh, Derrick Henry looked like Derrick Henry. So uh, we got to score some points. If we can just make a one-dimensional or we force him to throw the ball, then we should be in a good position. Hell, yep. country, I think they're one-dimensional without us forcing them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Derrick Henry going to see the ball a lot. So, um, yeah, I'll let y'all know when we get to our MVPs. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so yeah, country. Um, you know, definitely agree with everything you said. Um, I, I told people this many times before, man. Airbnb is the heartbeat of the coaching staff, and like, listen, y'all gonna miss him when he gone. I'm gonna tell you about right now. Y'all gonna miss him. Y'all gonna wish he still had his leadership on the coaching staff, bro. So some team is gonna take a chance on him finally, and they're not gonna regret it. If the fucking Broncos wasn't so stupid, and they had Airbnb now, they'd probably be. Right there with us. If if Wilson had anything left, if he does have anything left, but man, that's that's it's crazy. He can't get a job, man. Yeah, that's right. We know what that's about, though. But uh, Quinn said, "Is Russell Wilson a Hall of Famer?" Yeah. At the end of the day, he's he he is. He's done enough of being that Hall of Fame discussion. Um, But Uh, right now, he ain't that Hall of Fame player or that Hall of Fame talent. You heard what Deion Sanders said. What? It, it, it's a different Hall of Fame now. We got oh, well, yeah. These type of Hall of oh, Fame. Of course, we yeah. Got. So, of yeah, course. he can get in. But, I mean, they say Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, right? <laughs> I mean, he, he'll, he'll, he'll get in just based off the numbers. But, he like, but like, I yeah. completely agree. I, he I should not be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I wish you because, like, Deion, like Deion said, because I think I mentioned it on the show, too. Like, Deion said, there should be people with platinum jackets, and there should be people with gold right. jackets. Yes. So, and we know Russell Wilson ain't no platinum type of player. No, no. If if he give you three more seasons of this, does that kind of knock him down? He he took him to two Super Bowls. He go get in just off of that. He'll I'm knock sure him that. down, but he'll still get in. He, may, he ain't going to be no first ballot maybe, but – I think even then, by the time his career is up, I'm not sure he's a first ballot now. So, does he? How many regular season MVPs does he have? There's one. He got none. Does have any? No. We gonna start. We gonna have to start being a little more more harsher on who we let in the Hall of Fame, bro. I agree. It's too late. There's, there's too many people. But hold on. Oh, whoa. Hold on. Wasn't y'all saying Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer? Who was saying that? Nah, that was Carrington. Carrington said he not a Hall of Famer. No, wait, 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 wait. That was yeah. Nate Taylor, my bad. Nate yeah, Taylor. that was Nate. Nate. Yeah. yeah. We can't keep letting but, everybody but in, he, man. He, he get that same that that same argument of numbers. They just been in the league so long, they I mean, they got the numbers. So it, it might have to start being a little bit more than numbers. To me, Hall of Famers, did you change the position? Was you ever the best at your position? Was you the best at your position for a period of time? I've never thought – y'all thought Russell Wilson was what, the best quarterback in the league? I never thought he was the best quarterback. I never, thought, I never thought it was either. I mean, I thought he was up there, but, no, I never thought one time he was ever the best quarterback in the league. And that's no. only, thing he the best at, only thing he the best at is his deep ball, it used to be beautiful, like – all the time, like his deep ball accuracy and the way he would lay it in a receiver's hands was always beautiful. But 
that's only one skill. He never was the best runner. He never was the best pocket quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So he always was short. And now he just looks washed. He looks, hey, bro, I said it on, uh, I don't know if that was our podcast or Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Clarence. But it's a couple of people. It's time to go. Keenan Allen, time to go. Yeah, I ain't gonna say it's time for Keenan Allen to, to go, man. It's I ain't going time to go, far. bro. I ain't going that far, man. I'm gonna go that far, bro. Tom Brady. Tom. Matt Ryan. Big Ben, a hundred percent is better than Russell Wilson, bro. Yeah, he's more yeah. classic. That, that, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Ben's been a scumbag, but yeah, as far as quarterbacking, yeah, he's definitely better. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, I don't but, even think that's a hot take, bro. I, I he's he's a bigger scumbag. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. He's a bigger he's scumbag. A, right <laughs> he's not a better person, but he's a better quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say this, but I'm looking at Russell Wilson's stats right now. Um, currently, for his <laughs> career, he's completed 65% of his passes. He's thrown for 38,753 yards, so he's knocking on the door for 40,000 career pass yards. He's two touchdowns away for 300, so he's at 298, and he's only thrown 91 interceptions. I mean, he in there. That, that looked like a Hall of Fame career to me. He going to get in there for sure. Hey, bro, just because you got the numbers, though, man. That, he got the ring, too. Vanilla Ice got good numbers, but he ain't a great rapper. That ring <laughs> is what sets you apart, man. He got one, and he but been there, too. <laughs> You think this is a vanilla ice situation with Russ, though? I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just because you put up good numbers don't mean that you Hall of Fame worthy. We, we got to start changing criteria a little bit, bro. Everybody getting in. I mean, you. I mean, this ain't no Matthew Stafford situation. I mean, if you talk about Matthew, Matthew Stafford, Stafford, if you talk about Matthew Stafford, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, even though he just won. That's me. So personally. how he get in? How he get in? How Russ get in, but Matthew Stafford don't get in? Yeah, I don't know about that, Chuck. I ain't going to hold you. I'm not a big Stafford fan at all. But if you get Russell Wilson in there, Stafford need to be in there, too. Stafford See, that's what's, ha- that's what's hard. Yeah, Stafford was See, going that's, that's what we getting into. And all that stat-wise. He just wasn't winning nothing. Yeah, My thing is this, though. Like, Russell been in the playoffs numerous times. I mean, in comparison to Matthew Stafford. I mean, Russell Wilson, he got a winning record, too. Um, I know it's only nine and seven, but you know he's done twenty-five TDs, the twelve interceptions in the playoffs. So, you, like, if if you had both in your prime, you starting your team, you would take Stafford or Russell Wilson. In a prime, I'm taking Russ. Russ, and also Russ been the nine Pro Bowls. I mean, yeah, you know that's a popularity contest. I, I, mean, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know for the most part, yes, it is a popularity contest. Yeah. How many All Pros he got? I'm taking Russ over Matt Stafford. Yeah, I'm in the majority. I'm in the minority here because I take I take Matt Stafford over Russell. I just seen Stafford trick off plenty of regular yes. games. He like, is a turnover oh, machine. Is he doing? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> but we've also seen Russell Wilson trick off on the biggest stage of them all. But I've been seeing World Russell watching. Wilson consistently win. I think Russell Wilson is more clutch. Uh I think his stats is better. I think his uh, win loss is better, and he didn't been to two Super Bowls. So I, 
Yeah. That's, you know, what, that's a fact. That's a fact. I agree with and you know what? What we starting to find out about Russell Wilson too? Maybe he's not the best, the nicest person that we thought he was. If you gotta call his people to get in contact with him as a teammate. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, who brought that up? Marshawn? Was it Marshawn? Marshawn. If Marshawn can't get in contact with Russell Wilson, that's a little shaky for me. Why, why is that? That shouldn't be an issue for Marshawn Lynch. Hey, Matt Stafford made Actually, Calvin man. Johnson retire <laughs> in his prom, bro. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> he made this dude walk away from millions, man. Like, I, I don't want no more of that dude. <laughs> you remaining a rest. What? Hey, listen, like, for the playoffs, okay. it's Eli. Oh, okay, I thought I would. If, if I need somebody yeah. to win the playoffs, it's Eli Manning, dude. Like, it's Eli. Period. <laughs> if I got a pick, I'm taking Eli. I didn't say yeah. it, man. But I thought I was going to be in the minority. Okay, all right. Mm-mm. No, you, you, you in the, yeah. You playing with house money. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> right. But speaking of the Hall of Fame, man, I was real. I really got insulted when, Tony Baselli made it because, like, Tony Baselli, don't get me wrong, he was one of the best in his position, but it wasn't for that long, though. He had that long career. I'm like, you put him in, but Sterling Sharp, he was more of a game changer than him. He's the reason why T.O. existed. He was the reason why D.K. Metcalf exists, A.J. Brown, um, was that Larry Fitzgerald, like, all the big physical receivers, Julio Jones. He's the reason why all the big physical receivers exist. But see, that goes into the numbers argument again. Sterling Sharp was clearly one of the top three receivers when yes. he was playing. Yes. Clearly. It was him or Jerry. Yeah. Him, and in him some years, Jerry. he might have even been better than Jerry, to be honest with you. So he was. Absolutely. Without a career shortening injury. What mm-hmm. boogie looking at? He laughing. What's going on? I just know how Chuck feel about Sterling Sharp, so I, I like to see him get off on that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> did you I'm feel just about saying, bro? Yeah, Hall of Fame, but yeah, Hall of Fame in general. Yeah, they gotta they gotta clean up some things with, the, and that's in all sports anyway with the Hall of Fame criteria. Is is Heinz Water a Hall of Fame wide receiver? Yeah, I mean he's he was very uh, good. He's a Hall of Very Good. I'll say that. He's Hall of Very Good. Yeah. I, Let's just add a second level of Hall of Fame then. I never <laughs> thought Hans Ward was a top five receiver. But let's, let's just add another level of Hall of Fame. Dion should be in there. Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, Derek Thomas, those type of guys. Joe Platinum Montana. The Eli Board. shouldn't be in that, that, that second no. level of Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or... True, even Ben shouldn't be in that second level of Hall of Fame. But Peyton, you can come in. Peyton's in. And Pat, we keeping a spot warm for you. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. So so other than that, man, uh we we touched on the other trades. Um, I know Minnesota, they trade within the division with the Lions. Uh Lions, they trade TJ Hawkinson <laughs> to the Vikings. So I know the Vikings, they're currently six and one. I mean, a quiet six and one. Nobody's really taking them serious as a contender. And I don't blame quarterback. Them. Exactly. <laughs> I don't blame them. It, it, it is because <laughs> the quarterback. Because we have seen this with Kirk Cousins before. He'll have these good starts, and then all of a sudden he'll collapse in the second half of the season. So, but hey, but good. you know what? We've seen it with Minnesota be 15 and one and then just miss field no. goals for no reason. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Minnesota, too. It's not just Kirk Cousins. But Minnesota, like, we have seen Brett Favre throw an interception for no reason at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Minnesota just might be cursed a little bit. What's the score? Yeah, yeah I'm watching score? the game, too. It's a 21-14 Philly. They just retook the lead. Um, but I, I've heard this before in regards to, you know, these spreads and, you know, Vegas having to have some input on these games. Like, when you're the home underdog under prime time and you're that much of a dog, I mean, the home underdog usually comes through. So I'm, I'm not, kind of not surprised that what I'm seeing here, I mean, given that it's a short week for the Philadelphia Eagles too, they came off that explosion against the Steelers. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that they kind of been a letdown spot at the moment. But I still think they got like- smacked up too, Chuck. So, you know, they was a little more motivated this week too. Titans did. Titans ran it down their damn throat. You you feel like you feel like Philly started to smell themselves a little bit. That's why this is a little bit harder than it should be. Uh, maybe a little bit, maybe. But I still think they're gonna win this game though. Uh, regardless, yeah, yeah, I think. But yeah. it's just a little bit harder than they thought it was gonna. Y'all think they smell think... themselves because this game close? No, I think it's. I mean, I think they shouldn't be playing. They shouldn't be playing. Close contest with the Texas. <laughs> no, they, it shouldn't be close. Yeah, Quinn just mentioned it, man. They, yeah. Facts. Facts. That's what I'm saying. Is it a combination of those two things? Yeah. The Hughes Road favorite, man, in prime time on the road, yeah, it's always a close game, bro. It, it, that's just how it is with the league. So, But, but other than that, man, like, I think we pretty much I think we pretty much covered everything for the most part. Um I know there was other trades that went down. Uh, but those are some of the main ones I, I really want to touch on. Unless y'all want to touch on the others that happened. Can we touch on one that didn't happen? Let's have it. Uh Brandon Cooks. Do, do y'all agree with Brandon Cooks or y'all agree with the Texans? Man, they doing Brandon Cooks. Man, look, Brandon Cooks, he's been a journeyman for a minute now and I know it's got to be frustrating for him because if I'm not mistaken, I remember before he didn't want to leave previously, but now, you know, he, he wanted to leave. He wanted an opportunity somewhere else, and it's it's just been frustrating for him. Like, you know, he expected to bounce, and it didn't happen. So, I don't know. Frustrating situation, man, because I know he was linked to Dallas. That's the last I've heard, but – he it shouldn't have signed that dumbass contract before the season started. He knew the Texans suck. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he, he signed. He definitely was all about the money. So that that's that's what I'm fighting with. Like you knew the Texans were bad. You signed that contract. They weren't willing to work on the contract. They weren't willing to adjust their price. You can't really be mad about that. You know what I'm saying? Because you did sign the contract. I could see if he signed with the Texans and they was good and then shit start happening and they fell off. Bro, they sucked last year. Didn't nobody expect them to be a playoff team this year. So they're really doing exactly what you expected them to do. I don't understand why. Maybe they must have said we are going to trade you and just didn't trade them. Maybe they didn't do it in good faith or whatever. Then I can understand. But so out the contract last year, bro. So are you are you you think he should be sitting out like he doing or should he be man up and bro you got man up? 
I mean, get your money, man. However he get his money. I, he ain't on the Chiefs, but, I mean, <laughs> he getting paid anyway. Are they finding him? No. Nah, they, they ain't finding him. Just that uh, he ain't playing tonight. So, I'm sure I'm sure he'll probably be back the next week. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I don't think I don't think he's going anywhere now. Trade deadline's passed, and I don't think the Texas is going to just flat out cut him. So They can't. It's too much. I know it's too much <laughs> dead money how much he signed. Right. Yeah, he owe like eighteen million or something next year, which is crazy. Yeah, no. Right, so he's stuck. He's stuck yeah. for the time being. Um but <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Anything else before we get up out of here? Get a word from our sponsor. Who got MVPs this week? What are we doing? Um, as far as like across the league. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, the I forgot. We, I completely <laughs> forgot about that, dog. Hey, y'all overlooking the Titans. Our, it looked like damn, like damn. We forgetting our segments. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Bugs, since you mentioned it, why don't you go first, man? Oh, I'm gonna go. We're coming off a bye. I'm gonna go Juju this week. We'll go get going. We got a week rest. Mahomes about to come out firing. They want to prove a point. Titans was laughing and dancing all in the videos last time, so we're going to run it up on their ass. So I'm going to go with Juju. We're going to be real pass-heavy. On defense, Nick Bolton would be the easiest choice. I won't do Nick Bolton. I'm going to go with Carloftis for why we said Frank Clark is not playing. I want Carloftis getting them snaps over Dunlap. I want Dunlap in the playoffs. I want the rookie getting his hands dirty all game. Henry running at him, so he better be ready. So I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Carlotta's on defense. Pressure Nation is we leaving Pressure Nation this weekend. We're getting out of there, man. Who's <laughs> next? <laughs> <laughs> pressure Nation is just so funny. Bro. I know, I know. Go ahead, Kylie. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. On offense, I'm gonna go with uh, MVS. I think it is gonna be pass heavy. I would say Juju, but you said that's so all. Go ahead and go with MVS. Uh, he started to roll against the Niners. I think they're gonna keep that going. Um, and on defense, I'm gonna go with Chris Jones. I'm gonna go with Chris Jones. I think they're gonna have a good, fr- a strong front, and uh, we gotta stop Henry. So I'm gonna go with Chris Jones. Nick Bolton would be an easy one, but. Yeah, man, I was going. I was. Uh, I'm gonna go with McCall because I think he mm-hmm. always tends to have one of those nice games against Tennessee. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna use Boogie Boogie Boogie. I'm gonna use. Boogie, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm gonna use Boogie Logic, but I'm gonna go on the other side and pick Dunlap um, for the same. Same reasons and everything. So, yeah, I think it's time for him to have a uh, the shark ain't here. Let me let me clean up so he could be an orca this week. He could be a killer whale. <laughs> free right. the shark. Free the shark. Free the shark. Free, the shark. free big Uzi, man. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, for me, man, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, man, like you, you start, you got him, you start now. Let's go. You got them starting now, and you're going against a team. You know, they mainly run a 3-4, and 
you can find some a gap runs against that type of scheme. So, you know, as long as long as we control Jeffrey Simmons in the middle, I think Isaiah Chego could at least get four yards of pop on his Titan defense. So, uh, I'm gonna go with pop, man. Go with Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, defense, man. I'm taking an easy route, man. <laughs> I know y'all don't want to say Nick Bull, but I'm gonna go and say Nick Bull, dude. Like, yeah. it's the obvious, the obvious key, man. Like, if he has another good game, man, we should be able to do enough just come out there with a win. So, you know, this week, I do expect us to win. It's going to be a close one, though. Um, I, I say by no more than no more than 10. So, that's what I got for my prediction. Hey, we, we need Nick Bolton to have a good game. So, because, you know, Chiefs Twitter been down on Nick Bolton this whole year. This I can't. <laughs> yeah, so, actually, Stamp, some people. Right? I can't. Yeah. Some people. Some people. Nah, he, he flip-flopped back to supporting this week. So, he, we good. <laughs> leaders lead. Hashtag leaders yeah. lead. <laughs> Man, hit that sponsor. All right. Get a word in from our sponsor here. Uh, shout out to the people at Homage, man. Uh, right now, 20% off any NBA merchandise. Uh, the association, they just started not too long ago. It's been like a week and some change in right now um you know the warriors they out here struggling the lakers they trying to get back on track the nets they got their issues going on uh you got some surprises too the jazz they balling right now um oklahoma city thunder data surprise some folks so yeah um the association's been interesting so far um but if you don't want that there's other stuff too we got the nfl of course got pop culture we got all that um but there's more man like you still got the starter jackets available we still got that going right now and then on top of that they did just drop these crew necks though man so they got these old school crew necks they just dropped um they got the chiefs one available for all of us at chiefs kingdom um fans of other teams that watch our show they got all the other 31 teams as well so uh pay homage go and copy some gear man they got them bud light shirts too though it's dope Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely now. Uh, it it kind of matches my hat with the uh, the NFL draft hat that I caught a few years ago. So, well, then you need one. Right, right. I definitely, yeah. need, definitely need to get that one uh, for my closet or my drawers. So, yeah. Pay homage. Hey, hey before we get out of here, a uh, little public service announcement. Um, we did have tragedy strike with uh takeoff getting killed uh the other day. Uh mm-hmm. sad and tragic situation. It's like, bro, you can't you can't avoid death. I mean, well, you can. I mean, you you can run as fast as you can, but if it's your time, it's your time. But don't don't tempt death by being in situations that you don't need to be in. And not saying he was, but like, just be careful, man. Be aware of your surroundings at all times, bro. And and no matter where you at or who you think you with, don't think it's just sweet because you with your people. Because anything could happen at any time, bro. Just always be aware of your surroundings, bro. Keep your head on the swivel. And ain't nothing wrong with staying in the house, bro. It's it's nothing, it's nothing lame about staying in your house, bro, at all, bro. Or getting out and getting on a plane and going to a beach and, and enjoying your, your woman on a nice sandy beach with some clear water or enjoying your kids under the fireplace, roasting marshmallow, watching 
holiday movies. There's nothing wrong with that, bro. There's nothing wrong with being at the crib. But, man, just be safe out there, bro. And we got to find a way to stop this, bro. It's too much, bro. It's way too much, bro. It's too young, bro. 28 years old is too young to be not being here every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's just a public service announcement. Be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. Tell somebody every day that you love them, bro, because you never know when that's going to be the last day. So Monday, tell mama. Tuesday, tell daddy. Wednesday, tell grandma. Thursday, tell your auntie. Friday, tell your sibling. On Saturday, tell one of your close friends. And then on Sunday, tell somebody you don't even know. Because you never know. So we out. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> message, man. Like, uh, I'm a, I want to chime in on that too, man. Um, it's it's very it's very it's very hard, man. It's very sad to to see that, man. Because make take off. I mean, for what I've heard and like basically what I've seen on camera, like he's a chill dude, cool dude. Like he's like right in the middle. Like he just he just laid back. Um, I know he was the best rapper out of the group, in my opinion. Uh, for the Migos, um, for some reason he didn't get enough credit for that because you know. Quavo, he's more the guy that's, um, you know, he's more the hooks. He's more the guy that stands out um, as far as, like, um, his aura in general. But uh, Takeoff, he'll definitely be missed, man. And, you know, Mike, you mentioned country. Um, here's my thing. I, I said this. I said this the other day on Twitter, and, you know, somebody took it out of context. But I'm like, I'm not saying he was involved with it or anything, but, I'm just talking about in general, like you with your homeboys and you get to a, a certain level of success and, you know, riches and all that. Like there's some stuff you just got to leave behind, man. There's some stuff you can't go back to. And I know, I know, I know we live in a world in which you want that to change. You know, you just want to just exist. You want to, you want to exist without anything happening, no matter where you go. But the reality is that's not the case, unfortunately. So but like country said, you know, you never know when we're gonna leave this earth. Um, when I, if it's our time, then it's our time. But at the same time, you know, just gotta, just gotta, just gotta be careful. Just gotta, just gotta move. Just gotta move, yo, know, safely, man. Just wisely, just move, smart, yeah, just move safely and wisely. So that's the best. And that's the, and that's the same day that Mac Dre got killed too. So it was just, it was just a rough day. Chill out, dog. Yep. But yeah. So y'all y'all got y'all got anything on it or so we good. Nah, RIP, man. That's just fucked up for sure. Yep. Keep the blinky on you, man. I don't know. Yep. But with that being be said, safe. man, yeah, y'all be safe out there, man. It's on to the Titans, man. I hope everybody had a good Halloween and whatnot, you know. So with that being said, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share on your social media platforms. Till the next episode, let's go Chiefs. Let's go and get these Titans out the way. Yeah. Peace.